everybody, it's Shalini, and this is the I Don't Care If You Listen podcast or something like that, maybe just an audio journal um, to document what's going on. Um, the Bitch and Moan Minute, I kind of felt compelled to give everybody a space to complain. I was feeling like I have to stay positive and smiley and cheery and chipper, but some of this is really messed up, like the fact that his name is going to be on the checks because that had to happen, and the fact that they're protesting and lancing and that's just weird and the fact that we can't get the social distancing thing together and that's just weird and what's essential what's not I don't know anyways but thanks for humoring me and giving me a space to do this I appreciate it send us a voicemail message through Facebook and we can include you in the bitch and moan minute <laughs> moment whatever check it out <laughs> any last-minute gift ideas for me I have one I like Frank Shirley my boss right here tonight I want him brought from his happy holiday slumber over there in Melody Lane with all the other rich people and I want him brought right here with a big ribbon on his head and I want to look him straight in the eye and I want to tell him what a cheap lying no good rotten four flushing low-life snake licking dirt eating inbred overstuffed ignorant blood Sucking, dog-kissing, brainless, dickless, hopeless, heartless, fat-ass, bug-eyed, stiff-legged, spotty-lipped, worm-headed sack of monkey shit he is! Hallelujah! Holy shit! Where's the Tylenol? I don't care if you listen. I don't care if you listen. I don't care if you listen. A podcast with Shalini and Leonica. Okay, so this is Kathy, and I am sick and tired of people bitching about being stuck inside, not being stuck inside. What can we do? What can we not do? Um, You know what? Just shut the fuck up and stay home for a couple of weeks. Do all the shit that you've been meaning to. Like, clean your fucking kitchen. Really. Clean your kitchen. Clean your bathroom. Which reminds me, I probably need to clean my bathroom, but just sick of people that are just bitching, bitching, bitching about what they can't do instead of stopping and looking at what they can do. You know, if you're home with your family, enjoy your time with your family. If you're not home with your family, then, you know, do Zoom meetings. I don't, I don't give a shit, but quit your bitching. Everybody's in this together and, you know, Trump sucks, but I don't know. Playgroup. Why do you miss playgroup? Because I miss all my friends. Yeah. Anything else? No. So in this time of isolation, I think most people take on pet projects, you know, get back to old hobbies. Well, my husband decided to create a sourdough starter. And... If you're unfamiliar with sourdough, it's not like other bread where you can get the yeast and the other ingredients, let it rise. A couple hours later, you have a loaf of bread. Sourdough, you have to baby it and every day add flour and water and watch it grow. It's kind of interesting. But Grant, you know, and I've taken on project too, like painting the inside of the house, but that feels like something that we need to get done. But the day before you want to bake your sourdough, you have to every 20 minutes 
add water or flour. It's like a whole day thing and you're like on call and you can't do anything else except baby this sourdough starter. I feel like he's giving more attention to that than our kids. Ugh. So you remember Auntie and Leonica and I used to do the I Don't Care If You Listen podcast? Mm-hmm. So um, we haven't done it in a while because we've both been pretty busy and mm-hmm. just life's been crazy. Mm-hmm. But I wanted to check in with everybody and I put on Facebook that they could call in and complain. I called it the bitch and moan minute. And bitch is kind of a grown up word, right? So you don't, I don't really think you should be saying that word. But it's a verb. Yeah, don't say that. Don't say that. But do you remember um, you were learning about verbs and nouns? Mm-hmm. What's a verb? I'm an action word. Yeah, so so when people bitch as a verb, it's an action of complaining. So bitch and moan, right? You know what I'm saying? So I asked all my friends to complain because it's not good to keep in hurt feelings, right? Or bad feelings. You got to let them out. You got to talk about them, right? Like today I could tell <clears throat> during homeschooling you were getting very upset with me. Is that one of the things you hate about the quarantine is that you have to have mommy as a teacher? Mm-hmm. You hate that? Yeah, because I don't want to play with you and I don't want you to have to do all this work so much. Oh, you're so kind. <laughs> You'd rather play with me than have me have to be a teacher? Yep, I would rather you play with me. Did you just see how loud that, how the levels moved when you talked louder? Mm-hmm. Here's, well, here's your stage. Go ahead and complain, Chathan. What, what do we want to complain about? I wish this... Coronavirus never came. Mm-hmm. It's just so boring. Yeah. That's what I would want to complain about. Because I think a lot of kids are probably annoyed with coronavirus because yeah. you miss playing with your friends and stuff, right? Yeah. Like Sammy, Sophia, they're good friends. Yeah. I like playing with them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Go to Pokemon Club with them. That's what makes them my best friend. Tell me how you think mom and dad are dealing with the coronavirus. Are we handling it well? You guys are handling it well, very good together as a team. What does it mean to handle it well, you think? Well, the, like handling it with the great, great solution. Mmm, what's our great solution? Mm, like, chase a big herd of zigzagoon away. Mmm, oh, big herd of zigzagoon. So the coronavirus is like a big herd of zigzagoon? Yeah, it's like a big herd of a giant monster. Mm. And But we can't see it. Yeah, but we can't see it, and then a big other monster that made a medicine comes, and then it chases it away, but then the coronavirus falls somewhere, falls into space, and goes to a different galaxy. Mmm, so another galaxy better beware. Mm-hmm. Mm. What is the best part of the quarantine? Well, the best part of quarantine is we get to stay home, play with our family, learn with our family, we yeah. don't have to go to school, we can play as much as we want. All right. Well, thanks for bitching and moaning with me. I appreciate it. You're welcome. Hopefully we can get work done, schoolwork done tomorrow without me reminding you a million times, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because... Do I have to stand over you and hover over you? No, you do not have to hover over me like a plane. See, this is a plane. You're hovering over they me. They call those helicopter moms. Do you know there's actually a term for that? Moms who are always standing around you, they call them helicopter moms. I'm a little bit of a helicopter mom, but we're in homeschool time, so I kind of have to be. I don't have a choice. Yeah, you're a helicopter, Mom. You always act like a helicopter. Well, I love you, Chaitin. That's not a helicopter fly. All right, well, I love you, Chaitin. Thank you for bitching and moaning with me, okay? You're welcome.
welcome. But you're not allowed to say that word, right? Yes. You sure? Yes. Because I can't see my friends that are like are Ray, Annabelle, um, and what else are you upset and, about, honey? And I really wish I could have played it with them. So I'm just <laughs> upset that we have to be stuck in quarantine. I hate you. I hate you, coronavirus. So. I live in the Upper Peninsula of Michigan on Lake Superior, and here it is April 13th. Yesterday we were having our first time at the beach without coats and hats, pure sunshine, only a few mounds of snow, took off our socks and shoes, played in the sand. And blammo, today we got like 16 inches of snow. Ugh. I don't care if you listen. I don't care if you listen. I don't care if you listen. A podcast with Shalini and Yamaha. I'm trying to get people to call in and leave the voicemail messages on Facebook Messenger. And I'm, I've got Kathy. And I've got Fantastic Johanna and her kids. And I've got Chapin. Um, and I feel like you should complain about something. And at P.S. P.S. Sidebar. I just found this article from the New York Times that was published on January 6, 2020 about how complaining might be beneficial if it's done properly. The trick to doing it right starts with understanding how the word complaining is often misused to describe a variety of behaviors, with some being more harmful or helpful than others. Teasing apart these directions requires vocabulary that varies between experts, but there are roughly three categories, venting, problem solving, and ruminating, otherwise known as dwelling. So I just think there's like a healthy medium because I'm in this like half world of like kids happy music and Happy, happy, joy, joy. Yeah. I, I can't stress out because I got a seven-year-old watching me go through this, but I'm kind of freaking out. And then there's this other part of me that feels like complaining is totally a viable option right now for the sake of um, venting, problem-solving, and or ruminating. Okay. So do you want to ruminate? Sure. Vent? Sure. Or problem-solve? Either or. <laughs> go. Oh, we're recording right now. Yeah. What did you think? I was just rambling, talking to myself? No, I knew you were recording. I just had to make sure that before I started going, then you were like, oh, I didn't have So anything. I said that this thing was going to be a minute, but I think it's going to be um, the bitch and moan moment. <laughs> uh, I guess for me, the biggest uh, complaint or vent or whatever through all of this situation is probably just uh, the, the inability for, for people to adapt what's going on the fact that everybody wants to compare themselves to, to former generations the, the ones that you know like grandparents that literally 
you know, hide money in their coffee cans and stuff. And yet there's people now that are having trouble with staying in their house for five days. Like, like people who never gardened right now are angry in Michigan because they can't go buy gardening supplies for a buyer. So I think it's people that I just think I'm more frustrated with people who, who want to, who just can't get it, who can't understand it. So I guess that's my biggest complaint right now. That's funny. Cause that was Kathy's complaint. Same thing. Like, what's the big deal? Stay home. Yeah. Um, I think I am really annoyed with the idea of asking the public to sew masks for our health. Like, I'm so annoyed with that. Um, not as much, only because, again, I mean, World War, I mean, that's what we're I'm doing. I'm annoyed so, with that. I'm so. personally very annoyed with that in 2020, that we're asking American citizens to sew masks for people. Like, yeah. we're, like, the greatest country on the planet. Why are we asking that? Like, that just feels like something that should have just been, like, stored away like that should have been like a thing that well, should it was like, and then we sent it to china and that's what i'm saying that was the, duh on february 7th yeah no that and i guess just the fact that nobody wants to accept facts like like my my personal job knew about covid19 in december yeah. so you're telling me the president of the united states i had more intel on international pandemics than the president like so i guess that's the other thing people just are like oh we didn't know no, that's BS, because I had to deal with the government on dealing with importing products from China and what we were supposed to do with if they could have possibly infected. So you're telling me that I dealt with people from the government, but the president didn't know this was going to be a big enough threat? So that's my biggest thing is like, and then having to like, and having people on there who are like, well, you know, I do this friend through Facebook. Who is it? Well, guess what? I don't need a friend through Facebook. This is me personally telling you. That and, and like why that doesn't like I'm ta I'm not giving you a, an article I read or anything. This is me firsthand detail having to be on the phone all December 2019 trying to figure out how to import nutritional supplements from China to America because of COVID-19. And like and then having to have people that well, I have an article from somebody that I met on Facebook who knows somebody <laughs> that says that uh, that we didn't know about it till. No, we knew about it. We knew about it back in October, actually. <clears throat> and then we started telling our companies about it in December. So, you know, I have a love-hate relationship with social media in general. Mm -hmm. But I feel like it could, like, be the the misinformation and the whatever, like, perpetuating yeah. that information could potentially be not only the downfall of an election, it could impactfully make things worse with this whole COVID-19 thing, too. Yeah. Well, because, I mean, people are going to get a misinformation. I mean... The, the president is going to spout to go drink, to go take some chemical, but nobody's going to, they're just going to see the name of the chemical on Facebook and it's the same chemical they used to clean their um, fish tank. And so they drank it and died. Crazy I'm also TV annoyed crazy. by um, people not checking and, and fact checking stuff that they share. We don't even need fact checking. Look at source stuff. Like if it comes from Sean King or uh, what's her name? Holder. There's some other people. Alex Jones. If it comes from Steve Bannon. If it comes from um, some like sources like that. Like people who are who have agendas. People who have shady pasts. People who have been proven on multiple levels to not only. Uh, They're pretty clever about the way that they oh, hide yeah. it and they they cloak it. Sometimes it doesn't look like Steve Bannon, and it doesn't look like Sean King. It doesn't look like what it what they say. What you, you know. Just gotta read the source material. Yeah, you do. And you got to look saying. at people don't check and look at dissemination schedule. You know, like guys like Sean King or Alex Jones, when they want to break a story, you'll notice it all breaks at the exact same time on all these different websites and all this stuff. Stuff it all happened like ten a.m. Boom, everything breaks. And it's not because it's breaking. Like they're all they're all writing these full articles that are all releasing in one minute of each other, which means that it's a pre-organized uh, effort. 
there's no organic somebody broke an article then everybody's got to fact check it and by the afternoon you've got a couple or more articles like that's the way organic news works it's just too easy to perpetuate bullshit yeah we have echo it's just way too easy well there's no there's more money in in it like I bring up Sean King only because he's the one I'm right now because he's he's currently just got busted running a COVID-19 fake charity because he runs fake charities. That's what he does. His whole big thing is an issue pops up. Hey, I got this great new charity. Just uh, send me some GoFundMe. We're going to help these people out. And then, you know, after the wheels fall off in four or five weeks, nobody cares. Nobody cares whatever happened to the charity because he did it through a GoFundMe and not through a charity organization or a 501c. He doesn't have to report publicly so he can just state, yeah, we gave that money to people who needed it. Well, his daughter probably needed it. He probably needed it. His wife probably needed it. So he's not lying when he says we gave it to people who needed it. Mm. So that's what he's getting out on. But I mean, his biggest one is going to be the fact that the you know he built a, a, a career off of saying I'll help young black women. They come to him with articles, news pieces, and then he steals it, blatantly steals it, releases it on his own, and then shuts them out. And if they try he to make a news, under your skin for a while. Cause I don't. What like... do you think of PS? Um. So is this officially? Is this, this is the I don't care if you listen podcast and this is the bitch and moan moment, I guess you could say. Um, Bernie, today? Good. Right? Finally out. Should have done it this early in 2016 and we wouldn't have Donald Trump to begin with. Done. Yeah. I mean, sorry, you lost. The math is true. You, you can't, you can't get a black voter to vote for you. It, it doesn't, it just won't. And if you can't do that, you're not going to win. So what happens to all, are all the Bernie people like sidelined now? You think they're stepping out? You sure, think gonna whatever. Se- you said th- think they're going to step to the side? I mean, the vocal ones will. The far left wants stuff that they don't understand how to get there. Like Bernie. Yeah, well, you want universal health care. That's fine. But you know how you got to get there is you have need a public option. Because what is a public option? It rolls people into governmental health care that they pay for. Once they experience it and understand it's not this boogeyman that's going to line them up in death panels, then four or five years later, once you've got it established and you're running a good public option... You say, hey, guess what? How about we just up your Medicaid pullout a little bit, and then we'll make you not have to pay at all for what you're paying for your Medicare public option. Because that's what that's what universal health care is. Yeah. So if you could just do that, then you can get it there. That's why in going for Joe Biden, do I think Joe Biden's the greatest candidate? No. I was in the uh, um, um, Amy Klobuchar camp. That's who I wanted. I figured she, she had better ideas, but she also had the public option. Why? Because the public option is passable. Universal health care will never Come get... You never really thought Amy Klobuchar was an option, really? Yeah. Okay. I mean, of the candidates for the primary, I never <laughs> I mean, think she was... I mean, with all due respect. No, I mean, I didn't know what she... I didn't think she was going to beat Joe Biden, but I mean, at the time, we nobody knew it was going to happen in the South. At the time, you know, Iowa was lining up. He wasn't doing well. I liked Klobuchar just on the ideals. I, really, this whole election to me has been whoever's there in December. Like, yeah. I mean, in November. I'm I got to tell you, so. this whole um, COVID thing, everything makes me feel like all the premonitions I was having in 2016 when Trump got elected about the world coming to an end. This is all the stuff I felt coming. Systems failing and crumbling left and right. There's an inability to understand what he's doing. This will be interesting to see how it plays out. I appreciate you complaining with me. Yeah. You feel like you complained? I guess so. And problem solved and vented? Uh, is yeah. that what we did? As long as we didn't ruminate. I don't care if you listen. Bitch and bone moment. Oh, I had our son say bitch today. Sorry. And he's not allowed to say it anywhere else. Yeah, so that's gonna hold. <laughs> a little political, a little political, a little, a little, a little political. So we recorded last night. Mm-hmm.
And then today there's word that Barack Obama is going to endorse Joe Biden, which is like the not so shocker of the year. It's not the shocker, but it's the, the end of the Democratic primary. Okay. That's what it was. He's the kingmaker. He's I'm the... editing today and I'm still waiting on Leonica to send me something because she wants to complain. She wants to bitch and moan. I'm not doing news checks. I keep doing your schoolwork. I'm not news checks. What's a news check? I don't know, but Chatham doesn't want to be left out. Okay, but so we don't feel any certain way about Barry endorsing his buddy Joe. I just feel like, whoa, and or this guy is blue, and like... No, I, I, I wish he would have done it earlier. I guess yeah. that's my only gripe. But you remember when I told you when Joe Biden was on The View, and he was like, I don't want him putting the thumb on the scale, and I was like, put the thumb on the scale. Like, but, thumb the scale. Thumb the hell out of But at the scale. end of the day, I mean, Joe Biden gets to say, I mean, yeah, people can say that, you know... Obama was always going to endorse him, but he never did. He never officially put it anywhere on record. I mean, heck, Mike Bloomberg had more videos touting Obama, Obama endorsing him even than Bar- Biden. Even Bernie had the, the, the videos. Yeah, but I mean, there was no official. So, I mean, Joe Biden put his feather in his cap. He won the primary by April because, I mean, Bernie endorsed him yesterday. So it didn't even take a Obama endorsement for that. So he can do it, say he hung it. He did it without Obama. Now he's got the endorsement. Going to the DNC, and now he's got to just make a smart VP pick, which is probably going to be Stacey, Stacey Abrams. Abrams. Yep. Smartest pick. Biden, Abrams, 2020. That's my vote. Um, okay, I'm going to go edit this real quick and put something out, just because. Is this a waste of my time? No. It's just a thing. We're locked inside. I know. For at least, at least 15 more days. And you know I have this constant, like, nagging. Back in the day, I used to ha- say I was going to have a nationally syndicated radio show that I was going to broadcast from home. So this isn't exactly that. I got the home part down. Radio doesn't exist anymore. Podcast is now a more popular medium. Yeah, but you know, you gotta have people listen to that. Well, you could signal boost. You could signal boost? Yeah, buy ads. Get your stuff out there. That's oh, what yeah. all those people do. That's what, <laughs> That's what I'm gonna do with my stimulus check. <laughs> Cheers um, to innovation. I bitch and know. moan, bitch and moan, bitch and moan. I know there's a death message in Indiana that's being put together right now. <laughs> Here at home, drinking on a nice cold beer and remembering how she bitched and moaned. I'll be drinking on a nice cold beer and remembering how she bitched and moaned. Moaned, moaned, Lord, she's gone. Oh, thank you, thank you.